0: Hey, beauty pros, welcome to Beauty Business Breakthroughs. My name is Shira, your guide to success in the beauty industry. In each episode, I'm going to be sharing my tips, tricks, and real life experiences. Plus, we'll bring in industry experts to drop their game-changing advice. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, get ready for practical insights that will elevate your beauty business. Let's dive in. Awesome. So thank you all for joining us today with Beauty Business Breakthroughs. I have the pleasure of interviewing Sally, and she is going to join us today. Sally, thank you again for joining. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, where your expertise
1: is? I appreciate you having me. Thank you. I am a real estate investor, and I started when my mom got sick back in 2018. In 2019, I was still working full-time, and I wholesaled seven properties, paid off all my debt. I'm thinking, whoa, I'm excellent, excellent. When I went to go do my taxes for 2019, all of a sudden, I went up to a 24% tax rate, and I had to get on a payment plan with the IRS. I was devastated. People in my real estate group thought, hey, I'm I'm this great real estate investor, and now I've got this big, huge red L on my forehead saying, yikes. In my national real estate group, a gentleman named Garrett Gunderson wrote a book called What the Rockefellers Do. I had a paperback copy of the book, and I researched the Rockefellers Trust. It's called The Office. It's seven generations old. It has almost 400 people under the same EIN or employee identification number, the tax ID number. Yes. I started my quest. I found a private law firm in Texas that has a 72-year-old Pat copyrighted on the trust. I became a client and started teaching in my real estate mastermind group, doing fantastic. And then in 2022, I started my own company because besides helping investors, the trust will also help 1099 income earners and investors save uh, federal taxes year after year, generation after generation. It's an amazing thing that the Barron families, the Rockefellers, the DuPonts, the Carnegies, and the Kennedys put into the tax code back in February of 1913. Wow, so
0: this has been around for years and yet it's something that only the elites, you know, know about, right? And so you were able to obtain that information and then kind of be able to help other investors and business owners, contractors, like you said, be able to reap those same benefits that these, you know, elite, you know, they tell us about it, that we know that there's stuff that's out there that they're doing, but they don't really dig in and, and advise us on what they're doing and how to do it. So on an average, you said, that investors and 1099 contractors, I'm assuming business owners as well, they're able to save year after year. What is an
1: average tax percentage that they're able to save? No, there's two different trusts. There's the business trust for 1099 income owners and business owners, and then there's okay. the beneficial trust for investors. Uh, okay. Just to give you an idea, a tax brackets, Go from ten percent up to thirty-seven uh, percent, depending on how much taxes you say. With the business trust, I can legally say someone will save at least seventy percent on their federal taxes, federal income taxes, year after year, generation after generation. You're in California, is that correct?
0: Correct. And so, when you refer to the ten to thirty-seven, I just want to make sure that our followers and our our listeners are aware you're referring to the federal tax rates, correct?
1: Correct. And if you get everything in the trust, like let's say you're going to have to go to the DMV, put your vehicles into the trust, everything else, but you can also say state income taxes too. So okay, not making fun of Californians, but right. <laughs> New Jersey, New York, y'all have high state taxes too, unfortunately. We really do.
0: We really do. But you know, it's a give and take side note. Like when you compare it to Texas, you know, they don't have State income tax. However, their real estate state taxes are extremely high in comparison to what we pay here. So, like I said, it's a it's a give and take. So, the ten to to thirty seven percent is what the tax rates are, and you know, for the federal and you said they can save somewhere upwards of like seventy percent of that tax 70, by utilizing
1: this trust. Correct. Before they take their deductibles, so you'll still take deductibles, and most of my clients are between ninety. 95 percent, you never want to be paying nothing a certain president got in trouble for that so personally in 2022 i saved 92 percent on my 1099 income i was happy to pay eight percent that to me that was a huge savings really yes
0: that's amazing because even with providing services you know to individuals in the beauty service industry i was making upwards of you know six figures and that was just part-time. Thank you. So I was making upwards of eight to $10,000 a month working part-time, but I also had a full-time job, right? Which was your typical W-2 wage earner. Yeah. But once I got into the academy side of things and teaching the courses and everything, now I'm in the $1 to $2 million range of, of earning income, which is great. I think most people, that's like a goal, until you file your taxes and then you're like, um, you know, and so knowing that there are these possibilities to be able to save when it comes to the taxes and whatnot is a great thing. So what is kind of the minimum requirements for somebody who, you know, would be in that
1: business trust? Great question. Unfortunately, I can't help W-2 income earners with what they deal with. In my real estate group, just give you an idea: five nurses and six teachers who are real estate investors have the trust. One of my teachers has seven Airbnbs, so she's right. saving money that way. But she just retired from teaching. I can't help her with her pension. Right. But if you are a business owner or a ten ninety nine income earner, I hate to put like a limit on it, but I say right. you should be at least seventy five thousand dollars because right. the first year you'll only be saving about eleven thousand to $13,000 a year. So it'll take you two years. The trust is an expense of this. Trust is $20,000 one-time payment, but it leaves a legacy for generation after generation and saves you taxes year after year. So that's why I put save off $75,000.
0: Right, right, right. No, and that makes sense. You know, and you say only, of course, everything is relative. But when you are looking at, okay, this is a one-time investment of $20,000, However, it's going to take you two years approximately, depending on your income and the amount of money that you're saving to recoup that cost, right? And then from then on,
1: it's all profit, essentially. Profit, you spend money which way you like. So if you want to pay off that full, if you want to buy a new car, you'll start another business or anything, it's your money to do with what you like. Right.
0: Now, my question would be, to just clarify, so when you speak of seventy five thousand, of course, being you know a rough estimate because that's kind of be your your make it or break it line. Are you referring to gross income yes. or net income? Okay, perfect. Gross income. So businesses that are grossing roughly seventy five thousand dollars a year, they, that's kind of where they will reap the most benefits, and then anything towards of that. The more money that you're making grows per year as a business,
1: the more money that you're essentially saving. Exactly. You know, uh, to give you an idea, one of my people, she has an Etsy store, you know, online she's doing yes, And, you know, she's just barely breaking even, but she figures, hey, I wish I was 32 at the store, but she's going to work for another 20 years, 30 years. And she's got two young children. You know, if they go into the workforce world, it might not save save them but she wants them to be independent business owners like herself.
0: Exactly. And then one of the things that I had seen on your profile, you know, when we were looking at at matching and connecting was that this actual trust, you know, not only is there the tax benefits of it year after year, and like you said, generation after generation, but it
1: will also assist or help with avoiding probate. Is that correct? Correct. I avoid probate. Just to give you an idea, 97% of trusts sold every year are what my mom and dad had and what Susie Orman talks about, the family trust that just avoids probate and then it dissolves and goes away. This is not your mom and dad's trust. This is what the uber rich have.
0: Right. And and you're referring to, and just so the the followers understand, you're referring to like the revocable and the irrevocable trust, correct? Correct. Correct. So okay. And mutual- that's, like, that's what most people kind of know about, right? Yeah. That's the most right. common that everybody knows about. So this is not
1: that. Go ahead. This is not that. You're going to avoid probate with this trust. You're going to avoid inheritance tax with this trust. You're going to keep your information private. Do you work with an LLC or an S-corp? I have an S-corp and a C-corp. S-c- okay. That's statutory law. So what you do in California that's California law versus I'm in North Carolina. That's different. The trust won't hold statutory laws, but I can write a freedom of information letter in California. Isn't that the secretary of state in your, where you yes. file things? Correct. I Correct. So I can send a letter with a stamped envelope. They will give me your name, your address, your phone number, and all the paperwork to your S-corp or C-corp. It's not private. Right. 80% of all LLCs are pierced or sued every single year. So it's not keeping you private with a rent trust. it keeps you information completely private. It also keeps the old adage from Nelson Rockefeller own nothing control everything. So you as an individual, you're worth nothing. So if someone sues you, that just goes away as a frivolous lawsuit. They can't get your assets that are in the trust. And then if you don't know about the 2024 corporate transparency act that starts January 1st from the treasury department, it's an ugly bill. The trust will say uh, you won't have to do that yearly paperwork for the Treasury Department.
0: Awesome. So let's just remind you know, our listeners, what is the name of this business trust that we're referring to? Like, does it have a specific name?
1: It's got a long name. So first, <laughs> generation after generation. irrevocable, complex. It can hold money day to day, week to week, year to year, genera- decade after decade irrevocable, complex, discretionary. Whoever is a trustee or trustees can make the rules for the beneficiaries. If I decide I've got nine nieces and nephews, if I decide I like one nephew better than the rest of my nieces and nephews, I leave him a million dollars and everybody else gets $10, they can't go to court and try to overturn what I've done. So irrevocable, complex, discretionary, non-grantor. This makes a trust 100% private. When you start your trust, Someone who's not a beneficiary will sign up, they'll be the settler, they're the one who, who starts the trust, and they'll be the trustee for 10 minutes, and then I'll walk away. Mm-hmm. You will need their social security number. If you can't find someone, either myself or someone at the law firm, will do it for free, free of charge. And then that makes it that um, it, how my parents' trust dissolved when they both pass away, this makes it completely private. And then the last issue is the spendthrift trust. It has been in front of the U.S. Supreme Court twice. Both times, the Supreme Court has favored with the Spendthrift Trust. And there's, I've got two pages of case law I can give to people saying how this is in the IRS tax code. And worst case scenario, if Congress ever decides to change the IRS tax code, I won't be able to sell any more trusts. But my beneficial and my business trust is a contract. They can't break that. So once you have it, it's a titanium vault. Got it. So you wouldn't be able to
0: basically like create one after they make any changes if they made changes. If they however if you have if you have one already established,
1: then you're you're safe per se. Exactly. The law for my work on behalf of they have the 72 year old copyright on it and they've inherited trust that turned three hundred and fifty years old in two thousand twenty three. I mean, this was this comes from England, so it was before right. go, we were still a colony that they had it.
0: Right. And so you work with the law firm who essentially like creates these trusts in order to be able to provide the tax benefits, you know, annually to the individual, as well as, like we said, generation after generation and all of that. And so, but I'm not mistaken, you mentioned the
1: fee for that was twenty thousand, correct? 20,000 for one trust. Most of my clients have just one trust. I do have both. The second trust, there is a discount on that if you decide to get to the business and the beneficial trust. But either the investors wanna save with the beneficial trust, they will save capital gains, interest mm-hmm. income, dividend income, rental income, and royalties. And with the business trust, you will save federal income taxes and possibly state income taxes. Again, you're in California, New York, New Jersey, Illinois, places like that. Hey, and
0: that's good to know. So again, for our listeners who's, who are not familiar with it, investors are people who hold real estate. And for instance, myself, I have a rental property that I Airbnb. So that would be one that I would do the beneficial interest.
1: So I'm saving on my rental income with the Airbnb. Your rental correct? income, again, I don't wish this on you, but you, you'll you say in case something happens, someone chips the balls, you don't try right. to see you. You'll save that but again you're in real estate great for you but we're discussing probably the business trust now and then like maybe six months later two years later when you start getting some more rental property to afford both mm-hmm. trust then you okay. might get the second one awesome this is awesome and then what
0: is the the payment plan is it like half down up front the balance when they're
1: completed how does the payment work unfortunately because it is a contract they ask for the payment up front and they're going to ask for it to be certified check or by wire because someone can cancel a credit card. So the law firm, I can do payment plan with, you know, $9,000 down and then put a lien on, most of my clients don't like this, but put a lien on your Airbnb or put a lien on your house or something like that Mm and pay it off. But there is a payment plan you can do, but the main amount, I have to pay the law firm with the $9,000 up front.
0: Yeah. And that's good to know. I mean, Anytime there's a, a contractual agreement, you know, you have to, to make sure to do everything above board. So that's really good. Anything else that you would like to make sure to, to let our listeners know in regards to, to this business trust
1: and how they can benefit that we haven't okay. already in, covered? Again, all the trusts, they're going to shield you from the 2024 Corporate Transparency Act that starts January 1st. Just mm-hmm. to give you an idea. If you're an established LLC doing business as a corporation, you'll have until January 1st of 2025 to do the paperwork. It'll be yearly. But if you start a new LLC doing business as or corporation, you have 30 days to do the paperwork or be fined $10,000 or two years in jail. No one's talking about this. I mean, it, it's part of the 2020 anti-money laundering act, but no one's talking about it. And, you know, crazy things, you know, I've shut down all my LLCs, but my first LLC I had back in 2018, I need to know who the paralegal was who did my LLC. I know the law firm. I have to do legwork to find the paralegal. If I don't have that information, they can charge me $500 per day for not filling out the paperwork correctly. And they include Saturday and Sunday. I hate to say it, but they're going after small business people all over the United States. And I want people to be aware of it. Because even if you don't get the trust, you need to know this because if you don't know about it, you could be fined so much and, and go to jail because you didn't know.
0: Right. And again, just to reiterate, this is the 2024 Corporate
1: Transparency Act, correct? Correct. And it's coming from the Treasury Department, not, mm-hmm. not from the IRS. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you a bad story. One of the trust attorneys in Texas, he goes to church a senior vice president of a large national bank after church they have coffee and donuts he went up to the senior vice president and he said oh do you know about the corporate transparency act the senior vice president got a huge smile on his face and he says yes we have identified a thousand accounts per week we're going to send to the financial crimes network which is a division of the treasury department right if the financial crimes network finds that thinks this is money laundering, they will seize the assets and sell them on the open market that bank will make at least 35% 35% of the seized asset went out to their bottom line. Great for their shareholders, but small business. I mean, I'm a real estate investor. I buy, I, I wholesale and everything else. I think people are going to get caught unaware, unfortunately. And I appreciate you letting me talk tell them about this.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. You know, I think no matter what the topic is, it's all about bringing, bringing awareness, educating people, because the more we talk about it, the more people will know and then, you know, it trickles down from there. So thank you again, Sally. I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with me and educate my my listeners and followers. Where can they reach out to you? Where can they follow you if they have more information
1: or if they have more questions? I appreciate that. My website is com. First and last name, Sa- Sally Gimmon You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Twitter. Twitter. I think I'm Gim and Sally at Twitter. But again, I go live usually every second Tuesday of the month. I can register at www.thetrustisyou.com/save. I do a live Q&A slides and then open up for question and answers after that.
0: I appreciate it again. Well, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week.
1: And thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I hope you too have a great week.
0: That's a wrap for today's beauty business breakthroughs. I hope you found these insights valuable and actionable for your beauty business. Remember, success in this industry is within your reach. If you're hungry for more and ready to take your beauty business to the next level, consider joining our Get Fully Booked Accelerator program. We are dedicated to helping beauty professionals like you achieve extraordinary success with strategies that can take your business to 10K per month and beyond. Simply send us a direct message on Instagram, Lux Beauty and Body Co. with the word success, and we'll provide you with all of the details on how you can be a part of this game changing program. Your journey to a thriving beauty business starts now. Thank you again for tuning in and until next time, stay inspired, stay motivated and keep making those beauty business breakthroughs.